What makes life worth living here on Earth so that by the time our lives ended, we'd know that we had loved enough, contributed enough, and lived our best life? Within our 13.8 billion year story, we can see where we come from, where we are now, and get a sense and understanding of where we could be going. With the advancement of technology and the influence of climate change, combined with economic shifts and changes, and so much more affecting the way that we live today, if you were given an opportunity to create a whole new paradigm, one that held your most important and sacred values, what would those values be? Well, let's find out what people all over the world are doing to shape the future and the new world that they'd like to live into. I'm T-Bird Love, and I'd like to welcome you to New World Voices. This is a podcast of global voices offering skills, tools, and leadership for a sustainable, co-creative society based on eco-responsibility and human connection. Hello, everybody. Welcome to New World Voices. This is T-Bird Love. I am your host, and I am very, very, very excited to have a beautiful lady sitting across from me. I am really lucky because you hear me saying that, and it really is true that I get to be around so many beautiful stars and make up this wonderful constellation of gorgeous humanity. So I'm sitting across from a woman named Janine Jacob, and she's from Germany. She's the founder of Full Potential Partners here in Shanghai. She's a trainer and a coach. And, you know, one of the things that sticks out for me is happiness. Happiness is a big deal. It's a really big deal. I think that people, and I mean, she'll tell us more about that, but I think people are really taking it more seriously now and understanding that it is one of the most important forces, I think, in life. If we're happy, then the people around us are happy. And if we're happy, we can have anything, meaning like it doesn't matter what we have. Um... And we can really kind of tap more into our success, our ability to connect with one another in all sorts of ways. So I'm excited to talk a little bit about happiness with her. Um, she also has a background in international business. She's been in Suzhou and in Munich. And, uh, also, she was working for a Fortune 500 IT company. I love how being in this amazing city of Shanghai, I get to meet all of these like incredibly diverse, hybrided, badass people who are out there doing amazing <laughs> things. So I'm really excited to kind of, you know, talk to you more about what our future world looks like with more happiness in it, particularly, you know, as we're in this time where there's a lot of possibility as well as, you know, some of my friends, they're pessimistic about the future and how we can really like get through the pessimistic stage and the overwhelmed stage. So Anyway, welcome here, Janine. I'm happy to see you. Thanks a lot, T-Bird. Good morning, good evening, no matter where in the world you are, guys. Super excited to be here with you. That's Thanks. right. You can feel her sunshine, guys. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Okay. I, I would love for all of us to hear a little bit more about how in the world has, you know, you come from this international business background. You're also training and coaching people into being happy. Right, being happy through how they show up in terms of like their soft skills, how they connect. You came from sort of this business IT background. Tell us a little bit more on how you hybrided this together and why. 
I have to go a little bit back in history. So I used to work for HP uh, for a long time. I loved it. Mm -hmm. I loved the company culture. That's the reason why I actually wanted to work for this um, company and also later stayed instead of like taking over a different job. Um, I loved everything in there. Mm -hmm. However, at one point I decided I want to do my master's degree mm -hmm. because I love to learn, lifelong learning. I love to develop. So I was studying in full time, still working in part time. So a good combination of both. And then I took this one course at Munich Business School where I did my first master's degree. It was an elective course on top to a normal international business study. Mm -hmm. And it was called Success Factor Happiness. Mm. <laughs> and the funny thing is like no one had a clue of what this course is about. Mm. Everyone like when I was there for the open day, everyone told us, oh yeah, you got to take this course. It's like life changing. But actually, I had no idea what it is about. Mm -hmm. Although everyone like has an image of what happiness could be. I do agree. Mm -hmm. Like three, four months of taking a few courses in that positive psychology, for example. Mm -hmm. Or like finding out what the science of happiness is about. And it's interesting. There's so many findings from neuroscience, from uh, biology, from psychology, etc., etc., mm -hmm. that is all related to happiness. Mm -hmm. And now here, that's the interesting thing. And even like the correlation between happiness and success. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So basically, that course um, changed my life because I'm a very ambitious person. Uh, I, th thanks to my, my good and hard work, I achieved a lot at a very young age. Also differentiate, to differentiate myself from other people and mm -hmm. the positions I received from HP Germany. But yeah, like that course changed a lot. And then at the end, the funniest thing was, you know, they didn't ask us to write an exam and then you get your grade. Mm -hmm. It was actually a reflection. You got to write an essay with 10 pages. And you have to, like, we introduced a lot of different kind of like activities mm -hmm. in the course. And we want you to try out, I don't know, five to 10 different ones. And then you have to reflect in an essay if something happened with you. <laughs> and the funny thing is, oh my gosh, only by writing this, I realized within these only three, four months, I changed in so many ways. Mm. And one of the like best examples is really, I mean, I've always been a positive person, but like, it's really about like, we are the toughest person for ourselves or on ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So we put so much pressure on our shoulders. You are like your toughest enemy sometimes. Mm -hmm. And for me, oh yeah, everyone knows that like I put a lot of pressure, but also due to my past, it's kind of like I always had to fight. Mm -hmm. So um, at least I started to manage a way how I put less pressure. One little example is um, as a German person, um, you know, we love to be like focused on details and, mm -hmm. and we love to plan, right? We love to have an agenda. <laughs> this is definitely a point where I'm typical German. <laughs> However, like if it doesn't work out, if something like changes, ooh, it starts creating pressure on your shoulders. Mm -hmm. You don't like this. But I suddenly started to not worry about these small little things in my life anymore, mm -hmm. thanks to that course. Mm -hmm. And this is something so small, but it had a huge impact. And this is only like one out of the many examples. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is then when, uh, like right after this, I moved to, um, I was able to do a double master's degree. So I chose, all right, it just kind of like makes sense after having lived in the US and France and Finland. <laughs> I guess you just gotta go to Asia 
well, not only Asia, <laughs> but China. China. <laughs> so, yeah, I chose that French business school in Suzhou. Like, where is Suzhou? You would know Shanghai, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I threw myself out of the comfort zone to come here, but a lot of great things happened. Mm -hmm. Because after I finished um, like the two semesters in Germany and before I moved to China, I had this inner sense, like really that urge mm -hmm. that I got to do something. Uh -huh. I really felt like... That course changed me. I want to tell other people. Everyone else kind of like has to experience those activities. Yeah. And some of us, you know, there's right-brainers, left-brainers. Some people, they also need facts and what science uh, and um, found out and they need data. Mm -hmm. Other people, they have to experience it. So I kind of like want to deliver both sides. And mm -hmm. most important is I want people to come and try it out with me. Yeah, yeah. So literally like... This was this inner urge. And suddenly, like, when I landed in China, well, first my grandma died. Then I had a French and Chinese culture shock the first few days. <laughs> and then suddenly, out of nowhere, because I felt so lost. Well, they call it culture shock, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I felt so lost. And then I had this amazing professor in the first week. Wow. He was um, so inspirational. I often call him like my guru. Mm -hmm. We're not that close anymore. But he um, also fulfilled one of his like life dreams. And next to being a professor and having a very like successful textile company, he opened a retreat center in Bali. Mm -hmm. So um, <laughs> like just by like attending his lecture and the way how he taught about logistics, supply management, in a different way than a normal teacher because. Well, he is spiritual, but um, beyond this, he's a very happy person, very positive, and he teaches you different life skills throughout this like um, hard fact-based mm -hmm. lecture. Yeah, where I suddenly got inspired. And then I complained to the director and I said, how is it possible, Mr. Lin, that Schema <laughs> is one of the best like French business schools worldwide and uh, you guys don't offer a happiness course? I mean, compared to like Harvard, <laughs> Yale, <laughs> University of Berkeley and so on. Yeah. And the fun fact is for business students, some of the most popular side courses are, for example, positive psychology mm -hmm. in those business schools. Mm -hmm. And suddenly like Mr. Lin said, hey, why don't you open a happiness association, a student <laughs> association? And this is how everything um, like kind of like started to roll. Uh-huh. Wow. And I mean, now this is where I am now. I founded my own company. I quit my job after my studies. Although I love the company, I had an amazing job offer later on. Mm -hmm. Exactly the one that I wanted. You're super young still. <laughs> you get like more or less a senior management position, an amazing salary, responsibility for yeah. six people. And that's what I wanted. But the problem was within these like eight months of starting to run the Happiness Association, studying in full time, mm -hmm. still working uh, 15 hours per week virtually for HP Germany so that I can like <laughs> pay my rent and food. <laughs> then I opened like networking events um, or an organization even for women. I founded a startup with Chinese. I moved in with a Chinese family for 10 months, etc., etc. Wow. So all these things like happened. And it was just the right thing to do to suddenly like quit everything. Yeah. And start my second life phase, how I, this is how I call it, uh -huh. with the new purpose and wow. something I'm really passionate about. You know, okay, first of all, amazing. Like, everybody, let's, like, take a breath and, like, really take that in. So here, <laughs> here you are, 
this amazing woman. And by the way, when she's actually talking, guys, and I swear to God, it's like this beautiful light that comes out of her when she's sharing this story. It's amazing. It's literally your energy is palpable. And oh. um, it's very inspiring because, you know, when I hear you're saying, first of all, there was a lot of creativity that kind of came out of, you know, um, really learning these kind of skills about being in a positive mindset, happiness, and how in some ways this mentor teacher that inspired you, mm -hmm. how he took something that was so basic and could seem dull maybe to some, turned it into sort of a life lesson oh, in some sure. ways. And how by taking that positivity it allowed creativity to open because I kind of want you to also talk about this in the, in the next question. So one, creativity emerged, right, when you're uh, working with positivity. Um, two, and I think that that's very important, particularly, you know, as so much is changing for us right now with all technology, with climate change, with globalization, we're really in this amazing moment of, well, what's happening next? So happiness right, is a, is a key piece that allows creativity to emerge. Um, I don't know the percentage of how many people are happy in the world, but I know there's a lot of people who aren't happy um, and who feel like, I can't change my life. I wish I could change my life. I'm too busy. Mm. And yet I'm sitting here listening to you be like, well, I was getting my master's. I started this association. I lived with a Chinese family. I moved into a new culture. I started my own business. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm running this company. I'm also about to transition out. You have like this incredible list of everything is happening going on, plus this incredible offer with a company that you love to work with, and yet you found the time to hear your own voice, to hear your own voice of what you're passionate about, and to have the courage to go for it, which is about happiness, that in some, in, in a lot of, you know, and I'll, I'll say the world we live in and kind of part of the old world, people have talked about happiness, but it's never been the first priority. Uh, in the old world, the one we're moving out of, money has been driving, mm. you know, our yeah. success. It's all about money and more stuff and consume and consume. And those days are rapidly disintegrating um, because of so much change. So, for the first time, it feels like it's possible, um, and yet I know, and I'm wondering because you're here in Shanghai literally bringing more of this possibility to a lot of hardworking people here, um, how do you want, and this is for everybody listening, how did you trust that courage to trust your inner voice because you you seem like you're naturally like I'm gonna follow what my path is there's never mm. been a doubt I'm I'm the same way like okay whatever I'm still going my way mm. some people are born born like that but to say no to something that seems perfect to follow your heart to go to, to put you said you put yourself in a challenge right uh in culture shock started something new and there's a lot of people right now who are on that sort of like crest where they're like I want to do I want to contribute but I'm scared to leave my security um the world is intense I feel overwhelmed I don't know if I can do anything I actually people aren't inspiring right now I feel very pessimistic about it but those people who are thinking that are good people they're good people and so give us a little insight on how to reach those good people 
so that they can hear their own voice and trust that voice and look and find happiness that will help them move forward. How do we do that? Oh, that's actually a really big topic. But let me get back to a few basics. So self-awareness mm -hmm. is one of the first things you have to work on. And you know, guys, there's so many like online um, tasks. And this can be like a first help. Like, for example, um, go on 16personalities.com, a 12-minute test, which already shows you more about your personality type. And that knowledge can even help you to better, um, to improve your communication with people, mm -hmm. as well as improve relationships, whether it's at workplace or in your private life. So self-awareness is one key to finding out who you are. And over time, there's different life phases. You will also change. So you have to rediscover yourself. And this is why I said, this is my second life change, uh, life phase, because I changed. And if we throw ourselves out of the comfort zone, really, really important. Mm -hmm. I had to do this many times. Um, very often, I did not choose to. Nowadays, with China, I really chose to. Mm -hmm. And uh, hey, it was definitely not easy. I mean, you guys know it, especially if you have lived abroad. But this is where we grow. Mm -hmm. We have to, like, especially when we're alone, it's not easy. And we may cry, and it's okay to cry and to feel emotional, to be aggressive in between. But those challenging situations make us grow. And you will like find these new superpower inside you. And the funny thing is now that I have my company set up in China. If I now look back, it's crazy how many like really challenging things happened that I could have never like pictured, to be honest, mm -hmm. not even forecasted. Mm -hmm. But when you look back, you realize there was always a solution for everything. Mm -hmm. So you kind of like, this is something I learned, uh, you start believing you get this, first of all, you really need to believe in yourself, mm -hmm. in your own superpower. You have everything inside you already that you need. Sure, we all have a few weaknesses. We can all become better a bit in this and this and this discipline, but we have everything we need. We just have to take action. And believing in yourself is so important. If you don't believe in yourself, who will believe in you? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, this is also why we get coaches, because we all have our weak moments. And a coach is one of the first people um, or persons who also believe in you. Mm -hmm. That's why they also work with you. But in case you don't have the perfect environment with friends, family, maybe some of them are very negative, so surrounding yourself by positive, like-minded, good people or the person that you want to become is also important. Mm -hmm. So this is why I, for example, founded Monday Morning Motivation online community because no matter what your background is, you just have to find these right people who support you, mm -hmm. whether it's emotionally, financially, or whatever it is. But these people are out there. You will find them if you really want to. So um, what else? Um, oh, yeah, mindset. Mm -hmm. A positive mindset is so important. Um, a lot of, like, very sad things happen in my family. And also my mom and I, we kind of, like, she, like, raised me by, by herself. Mm -hmm. um, so... All these things make us strong again. But if you have a positive mindset, again, this is also a game changer. Mm -hmm. So you can like, oh, and this is like scientifically proven, guys. So it shows that um, 
If you're an optimistic person, mm -hmm. then you can easily bounce back. You become more resilient mm -hmm. against depression, anxiety, or all these bad things um, happening in daily life. This is, again, scientifically proven. Mm -hmm. And now talking about happiness, the funny thing is there's research that showed happiness is good for your heart. Happy people live longer. Um, Oh, there's my two main um, findings are actually, number one, mm -hmm. happiness leads to success. <laughs> so you were talking about the old world, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And especially here in China, I've heard so many times uh, where you know that it's often it's the grandparents who raise the child the yeah. first um, years. Yeah. So very often, um, of course, they want their grandchildren or children to be happy, right? Yeah. But you can hear very often, and this is not only in China, even in other countries, I heard it in Germany too. Of course, my child, I want you to be happy. But if you want to get to happiness, mm -hmm. first of all, I want you to study hard mm -hmm. because you have to get very good grades that you can get, that you can attend a very good university. And then I want you to study finance or IT that you can work for Alibaba or mm -hmm. ICBC Bank and you get the senior management position. And then one day, once you achieve that, then many, many years, you will be happy. <laughs> Have you heard this before? Yeah, that's 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 a common story. Like, go to college, be a doctor, or work your ass off for the rest of your life, and then retire, and then you can be happy. Yeah, and someday <laughs> die from cancer. Yes. yes. Um, so, yeah, that's sad. And this is why I think it's so interesting. Like, literally, um, uh, science found out it's the contrary. Mm -hmm. So, if you are happy right here, right now, in the present moment... Mm -hmm. And you know, happiness is a choice. Only you can make yourself happy in a sustainable way. Mm -hmm. So if you are happy right here, right now, and oh, guys, I want to ask you, anyone, is there anyone of you who would like to be successful in life? <laughs> I guess mm -hmm. some of you would like to be happy as well, but in case you want to be successful, work on your happiness first. As said, science found out if you're happy right here, right mm -hmm. now, your chances of becoming successful, no matter what success means for you, yeah. because everyone has a different definition, yeah. but your chances will be higher of actually becoming successful. Yes. Isn't it amazing? It, it really is amazing. And I think one, okay, so taking from this, you've got to intend that you want to be happy. Yes. Right? So that's really important. You've got to like say, you know what? I'm going to make it a priority so that I'm happy. And then what I love is how you were like, okay, we, we have to first accept that we go through stages and that we have to rediscover. It's okay to rediscover and that sometimes we have to cry and feel our feelings and get frustrated and angry. It doesn't mean that, you know, we're happy all the time. You know, people yes. sometimes say to me, T, how are you happy all the time? Do you ever get sad? And I say, honey, I'm sad every day. I'm a human. I'm sad every day. I'm scared all the time. And I'm also intentional. I'm purposeful. I know how to access my happiness. So it's not that I'm only one thing. And I think that there's a myth around people who kind of are skeptical about happiness is that, oh, you just have to be happy all the time as if yes. it's not a real thing. But it's not about being on one emotion the whole time. It's about being intentional with your life that always guides you in the direction of your passion of what makes you happy and what makes you most come alive. So those stages, 
You said we have to accept it's okay to cry and then to surround yourself by people who inspire you, encourage you, maybe even hold you accountable to your greatness by, and I'm guessing, seeing our strengths and talents as opposed to taking them away and replacing them with they think, mm -hmm. which I think is really important based on you know us talking about the old narrative of, you know, got to get this kind of job and do this. It's like an old narrative. Um, but to really be intentional and to really, I think, understand, he said, guys, do you want to be successful? And to really ask yourself, well, what does that mean to you? And put happiness first because I think a lot of times and just, you know, even over time learning myself and being around so many great people is that, in the old way, we many people have traded their happiness for what they thought was success. And maybe mm. some of those people actually became financially successful. Yes. But they are crippled in their lives by feeling lonely or resentful or developing disease or feel like there's something missing and that they've been gypped in life because they've traded all of their life to get this thing. And once they get it, they're devastated. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, they're good people. <laughs> they're good people. So I think that it's a process from what you said. We have to intend and choose it. And I wanted to just add in, it's not just one emotion all at the same time. And it doesn't mean that it's, and I don't know if you can speak into this, happiness is not weak. It's not sugar-coated. It's not fake. It's like a strong power, just like love. You said we have to love ourselves. Where some people, oh, well, does that mean that I have to, you know, accept all the bullshit that comes to me or, like, be nice to everyone? And I think that we have to redefine what we think it is because it's not just reading, like, a Hallmark card. Yes. Like, hey, happy, you know. It's not about that. It's about what drives us, what's important to us, finding that inner voice, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah, so first of all, um, prejudice is, or people, they always think there's one definition for happiness. As you said, you have to ask yourself, what is your personal definition of happiness? And people from the same cultural background or the same education background, whatever it is, it doesn't mean because they're, they have the same um, commonalities to you that they have the same uh, definition. No, every person has their own definition. It's the same for success. So you have to find this out. And then um, you kind of like have to make a decision that you want to be happy. And how can you actually improve your happiness? Mm -hmm. So let's, but if I talk about this, I talk about a sustainable way. It's not about, hey, let's go shopping. I want to buy a new purse. Yeah. Ta -da! Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's a kind of happiness or like my, my boyfriend uh, buying me a purse, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so this is a type of happiness that is not long term. Mm -hmm. It's only there like in a the short term. Mm -hmm. So you got to do something and this is something only you can do for yourself. Mm -hmm. Let me, before I share a few things of what you can actually do, let me share another very interesting statistic. According to the science of happiness, mm -hmm. they actually found out, so where does happiness come from? Only 50% of your happiness comes from your genes and upbringing. Mm. The way how your parents maybe raised you, if they are happy, positive people, you have chances of being positive, happy too. If they're negative, hey guys, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's only 50%. Mm -hmm. That's liberating, isn't it? It is. <laughs> because people think, oh, I can't be happy. Mm -hmm. Or people, like as you said, like um, 
happiness, some people think of it as a pill because mm -hmm. you got to be happy all the time. That's impossible. Mm -hmm. We're humans. So um, 50% comes from genes and upbringing. And now here, this is the, the game changer. 40% of your happiness comes from relationships and activities. Mm -hmm. And this is why I do everything that I do in my business, why I founded that community. Mm -hmm. It's the relationships. As I said, like, if you want to be happy, surround yourself with positive and happy people. Mm -hmm. According to the five-person rule, I don't know if you've heard of it, it means you become the average mm -hmm. of the five people you surround yourself with the most. Yes. Mm -hmm. We cannot choose our family. But we can choose our friends, our mentors, our um, teachers, or what are, I don't know, our inspirational, what role models, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. yeah. So this is something you can actively do. Mm -hmm. Decide it and do it. Yes. So relationships is one thing. Yep. And the other thing is activities. And this is why um, I just actually um, published my 30-day happiness booster online program. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and you know what is the best? It's not only that every day on an online video I tell people about the signs of happiness, their mm -hmm. findings, and the activities yeah. um, that they can do every day. But I also give 50% of charity. I always wanted to plant trees. And I'm so happy because the environment you. has a problem. And it <laughs> makes me so happy that actually I can do something good with this money as well. It's so beautiful. Yes. Really, you're such an amazing woman. Thanks. <laughs> so coming back to activities, let me just like quickly give you a few ideas. Practicing mindfulness, meaning being in the here and now. Like for example, right now, I'm 100% focused on T-Bird, mm -hmm. on our conversation. I'm not eating and watching TV and looking on my phone at the same time while we have the conversation. With my mind, I'm 100% focused on you, not on the future, uh-oh, on my upcoming like um, appointments mm -hmm. or like the past, what happened with my colleague yesterday, etc. So practicing mindfulness even like changes our brain. This is like what science found out. Mm -hmm. Mindfulness is one key to happiness. Yes. Gratitude is another one. And it's so easy. It does not even cost money, you know? <laughs> yeah. So guys, stop making excuses, okay? <laughs> I don't want to hear your excuses. Right? <laughs> you can like write down three things already. And it's, it takes like no time. Yeah. Write down three things or five things or ten things um, in the morning, in the evening that you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. And it can be something so simple. One day, uh, my Chinese client said, Oh, Janine. Like, it was a 21-day morning coaching program. He said, I did not recognize that plant in the corner of my apartment <laughs> for probably nine months since we moved in this new apartment. Mm -hmm. And today, I'm so grateful for this plant mm -hmm. because it produces oxygen for my child and my wife and me. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for this plant. Mm -hmm. So you actually start recognizing different things in your life that you do not. So that you, you start experiencing your life like in a deeper way. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, Gratitude, mindfulness, self-compassion, mm -hmm. meaning or compassion, like being nice to yourself, for example. 
like you very often were nice to other people yeah oh like your boyfriend broke up it's okay everything will be fine uh-huh. <laughs> blah 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 yeah <laughs> but actually you also deserve that right. you also deserve that you're nice to yourself that you give yourself a rest or that you deserve to do something fun mm-hmm. that you celebrate your milestones and achieved goals to keep on going etc yeah. so there's so many things and uh, or like something simple like smiling yeah yeah because happiness is contagious according to science yeah it's like a flu so like me right <laughs> yes, now like yes. laughing or like uh, smiling at you yeah see guys t-bird has no she she cannot you know this is science like <laughs> even if she would force herself not to smile now it is science like i kind of like send her a smile and she automatically has to <laughs> she must smile back uh-huh. because it's just biology it just yes. happened you yeah. know it's very powerful um to do something so simple that has such a great impact on our lives personally as well as the people around us and i think we don't realize how much of an impact we have with doing simple small things like saying thank you when someone says you look yes. beautiful or smiling at a stranger even mm-hmm. if they're staring at you at the subway and you say hello yes. and it changes the energy it does. um there's so many things that we can do like being present in a conversation and not multitasking um so many things and i am so happy that you're here because there's so much wisdom in this beautiful light gorgeous woman that you are on the inside and out um i would before we kind of wrap up i'd love for you because you have so much to give i can already imagine the kind of world that you want to live in but today i usually ask people well what does that world look like but we've talked about how, if you want to weave that in please do but mm-hmm. what i'm what i'd love to ask is just What blessings would you give upon us as humanity? Because I feel like you would give just a beautiful blessing for us as we learn how to understand our happiness by reflecting upon it and then take the courage enough to actually go for it and then engage it and then embody it. So what's a blessing that you can give to us? Before I get onto this, can I mention one more thing? I actually forgot the other 10% of where your happiness comes from, according to science. Okay, tell us, girl. <laughs> Give it to us. <laughs> And this is actually where people are surprised, because only 10% of your happiness, mm-hmm. according to science, comes from your income and environment. Mm. That's also 10%. a game changer, everybody. Money. That's a big deal. So, you know, because it's always been the forefront of a lot of cultures. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have, therefore I want more. And mm-hmm. uh, when people do get, then sometimes it becomes, becomes excessive and not actually sustainable and very surface. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, coming back to your question now. So when I studied in Sudom, one day we watched a TEDx by Michael Porter. Mm-hmm. Every business person knows Michael Porter. Mm-hmm. So he spoke about shared value. And this is another like click moment or aha moment that I had when I actually realized that whether it's about like happiness, shared value, business models or whatever it is, I really think it's the business people who have 
a lot of like power already. Mm -hmm. Like I want to work with you guys personally on your own happiness, but also I think on a bigger scale, I want to work with these companies Mm -hmm. because they can like and make a huge difference on a big scale. I believe in the butterfly effect or domino effect, however you want to call it. So if today, like just by you listening, even if it's just a few minutes, or like um, T-Bird and me being here, I probably say something. It can be one sentence, one word out of the 40 minutes, which can change your life. Mm -hmm. It will inspire you, motivate you. It will give you this aha moment, like it was for me with Michael Porter. Mm -hmm. So I want to inspire as many people as possible. I want to spread my message how, for example, happiness can be a game changer in our business environment, how we can change our values in our business culture, for example, how we treat our employees. Because I want to help that companies can have a lot of happy and engaged employees at workplace Mm -hmm. because the company will benefit from it, but also the whole environment and the employee itself. This is where I want to work on. This is why guys like um, contact me. I want to get into your companies because see, even if someone like, let's say the CFO and the CEO, they're only interested in money, making Mm -hmm. more and more money with the company. Mm -hmm. But at the end, they can measure it in their key performance indicators that like spending some, um, making a few changes in your business culture, in your leadership style, caring for your employees Mm -hmm. um, can have a positive impact in your KPIs as well. Mm -hmm. Less burnout, less sick leave, more profitability, productivity, and there's numbers that I can give you behind us. So I think like I can start with like people one-on-one and you will probably spread it. You will tell someone else about what we just spoke about or where this aha moment came from and then like more and more people will actually get that message and on a bigger scale through the companies the way how we run business in the in the new world Mm -hmm. so this is why I'm here Um, if people want to find you what's the best way of getting in contact with you Feel free to um, connect uh, with me on LinkedIn. Uh-huh. I'm also on Facebook, but I gotta admit, since we're in China, I'm not on Facebook yeah, um, yeah. that <laughs> often anymore. So LinkedIn is the best, or um, my website, okay. fullpotentialpartners.com. Perfect, because I yes. think a lot of people are gonna be excited to touch base with you. And, you know, I imagine as we move into this new world, particularly someone like you who is inspiring new culture in business. I think business can be a new form of activism in many ways and can help change the world in a good way with people like you helping companies, individuals recognize, I think, the new values that are emerging, which are essential values, I think, to just being human. So I really just totally thank you for all that you do and inspire. It's so amazing and gosh you're just full of so much wisdom and yes everybody please check out Janine and if you're interested in her online program I guess they can find out about that also on your LinkedIn and thank you everybody out there who's also listening it really does matter just as she said the butterfly effect I appreciate you coming every week and checking out who we've got and then taking that into your heart and into your world so everybody thank you so much so much love and light and we will catch you on the next new world voices have an awesome day guys and i'm sending you a big big smile (laughs) take care bye beautiful people bye bye